I'm Nate Mueller, the director of Musicians Mobile, and this is the Musicians Mobile Show. We're going to be chatting about lessons learned in the journey of music. We feature musicians at various stages of their growth, sharing their stories and experiences so that we can help you develop as a musician. Uh, welcome, Max, to the Musicians Mobile Show. Max Dunn, he is 24-year-old. He's studying his doctorate in linguistics from the Chinese University of Hong Kong. He loves doing cross-country trips on his bike through Italy, hiking in the outdoors, and he is one of our star former students uh, of Musicians Mobile. How are you doing there, Max? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, thanks for having me. It's good to have some contact with Musicians Mobile after all these years. So, uh, and tell, tell the folks where you're at right now. Uh, I'm currently in Belgium right now on somewhat of a hiatus. I usually live in Hong Kong, but I'm because of the whole Corona situation, I've had kind of a crazy past couple of months and um, I'll be here until <laughs> who knows. How are you using the power of music and, and learning to play an instrument to get through this uh, challenging time, you know, where you're staying inside so much? Yeah, no, I think it's because I've had, this is probably the time in my life where I spent the most time kind of inside by myself. And I think um, just having kind of my, not my guitar, my friend's guitar around and my friend's piano now that I'm trying to get into some other instruments. Um, it's, been, it's been a great way to spend the time and just to kind of have a creative outlet, especially when other creative outlets such as, you know, like seeing friends or doing other stuff isn't available. That's awesome. What are you working on these days with, um, with your playing? Um, I guess recently, so f- I, I've, my main instrument's guitar and I've, I've done guitar lessons, never any, never any other instruments. I'm recently trying to, been actually trying to learn piano just cause I think it's, even though I'm not a pianist by, by practice, I, th- I think it helps me hone in my music theory a lot better than playing guitar. Uh, just cause you can see the layout just much easier. And I've been, I've learned a lot actually a lot more about harmony and chord theory based off playing piano. I think that's actually really helped my guitar playing actually when I'm, when I'm just kind of thinking about the chords and thinking about progressions on guitar. Um, so piano, piano is actually, it's been really fun to have that around for the past two months or so. Um, I guess with guitar, I, I was always more of a lead. Like I always practice more lead guitar than rhythm guitar, but since I'm just kind of by myself, I've actually been trying to practice more, more rhythm and stuff and get into more songs that aren't maybe super guitar focused, such as um, like classic rock stuff that's very guitar focused, but other songs maybe in terms of more contemporary stuff that has guitar. It more is more so in the background. Um, I've been somewhat getting into that. Um, and I guess when I was in Hong Kong, <laughs> I, I'm in a band in Hong Kong, so and I play lead guitar for them. So that's actually been fun to work with um, when I was there to work with people who have pretty different musical tastes and stuff and try to fit my guitar playing into, into their styles and songs they want to play. What's been like, so, so it sounds like it's, you know, playing an instrument has made it easier for you to form new um, relationships and friendships as you've traveled the globe here. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. It's been, it's been definitely a, um, a good opportunity to meet new people. And, um, I guess, I guess in, when I, when I was, when I was in Belgium, I, I kind of had a, a little band going, not, not super big. We'd play maybe gigs in our, in our student dorm and stuff. I'm um, in Hong Kong. Um, I've, I've been in a couple of bands and we've put in bars and stuff. We've, um, done kind of charity gigs, which has been awesome. And, um, yeah, so that, that's, and also actually, um, I put, in Hong Kong as well. I play um, guitar and bass guitar for my church, which which is something different too. It's a very different style. So um, that's that's been fun too. So all those experiences have really allowed me to connect with people and to kind of um, just kind of place myself in the community, which I which I really enjoy. Right. 
That's awesome. T- take me back to the beginning. How old were you when you started playing the guitar and um, kind of what was your goal at that point? Well, I started playing guitar when I was 12. And so that was half a lifetime ago wow, for me. And so mm-hmm. um, thinking back, I'm not sure what goals it had. Um, but I guess I started listening to kind of classic rock when I was around 10-ish or so. And I really enjoyed it. And I remember before I, before I started playing actual guitar, I played Guitar Hero on the PS2, oh, yeah. which, was of, which was, I think, a lot of kids actually back in the day got into guitar through Guitar Hero. That's oh, so yeah. I got into guitar part of that era where we we got a, a ton of business uh, when when Guitar Hero came out. Yeah, yeah. So I think the guitar players. Yeah, yeah. So I think I I had Guitar Hero one and two, and I, I was pretty good at it actually. Like, I could play most of the songs Guitar Hero pretty well, and I was I think after that I was like, oh, I, I, I like these songs. I, it'd be cool to play them on actual guitar. You know. So I think I think that was my goal just to play rock songs. And I think in my first couple of years, the way I'd practice mostly besides the Hal Leonard books was just to kind of get tablature and get chord sheets and kind of play popular songs that I enjoyed listening to. Describe your process back then for, for learning a song, because you know, you would, your fingers would be flying across the fretboard and a lot of students would look up to you and wonder, how does he do that? What was, how would you take apart a song and, and learn it? Yeah. So I guess in my first couple of years when I was starting out, um, I'm trying to think, uh, Hal Leonard actually had a, when I was learning, learning a lot of songs back in the day, a lot of rock songs, Hal Leonard had a cool series where they'd have um, um, those music books with kind of the music and the tabs, plus like a CD of the backing tracks of popular artists such as Led Zeppelin, or I, th- I think I had one of like just classic rock hits and stuff and on um, Van Halen. And that was, those books were really helpful because they had the CDs where they played, I think at half speed, um, three quarter oh, speed. Yeah. And, and they also had all the tablets laid out. So if you really want to kind of um, nail a song that's, that's quite hard or quite, quite fast and technical, it was a really good way just to see it and, and slow it down a lot until you, I can get played the, the proper speeds on um, that's one of the ways I think I just used a lot of tab yeah, and a, just a lot of listening to music along with, cause I think reading tab and, and music is very important, but it's sometimes just having tab as well as having the track along with it, just kind of seeing, seeing the music and hearing it at the same time really can help me pick up how to play it. That's fantastic. Um, how long were you practicing back then? Like a, um, it depends. I think when I was in school, not during the summer, I'd probably practice for around probably the same 30 minutes to an hour a day, maybe, maybe more, more towards an hour a day than the summertime a lot more just because I remember, I think summer probably averaged between one and three hours a day, just in my room. So just because because a, a lot of people want to take the summer off and say, Oh, we're going to go away for, well, I mean, we all need a vacation, but yeah. sometimes people put down their instruments so uh, too much during the summer when it's actually a time when you could pick it up and take it to the next level because you're not um you know you don't have as many things going on with school you know definitely um i I think i i think most summers i took at least like a vacation for a week or two but um yeah when i was home i'd always play every day um yeah i remember i think it was the summer between eighth and ninth grade where I really kind of, kind of, that's when my guitar really kind of jumped up a notch because I think I, for some reason or another, I gave up video games that summer. <laughs> and so I was, had a lot of free, I was just playing guitar probably for a couple hours a day. And that, that's when I really got good. Um, and I can really see myself improving pretty much every day. I think when guitar becomes your video game, like it's, it becomes a passion, like a video game and you, you start entering it almost like a game. Oh, how good can I get at this? Yeah. yeah. But really exciting. 
because you're you're the main player in this game and you know and you're in the real world yeah no it's it's um it's definitely something i look back fondly on for those summers tell me about a time at one of our shows where you felt like you were really in the zone performing at your peak Ooh, i think um I've had quite a few performances. Um, I think one of my favorite ones, which is not a typical performance that you should do, is I, I played um, on acoustic guitar, um, Rain Song by Led Zeppelin. Wow. I think it was, like seven, it was alternate tuning, seven minutes. Um, not the most technical piece in the world, but it was just something very different. And um, I was playing by myself too, which was actually really fun. I remember, I do remember playing that song and just feeling like I can really nail it and just feeling kind of, it's a, it's a really cool and just kind of peaceful, melodic song. And um, I just... I, that was one of my favorite performances just because it was something it was it wasn't super loud or it was it was just something very different than I usually do. Um I think one of my other favorite performances, um I remember my first performance when I played Have You Ever Seen the Rain Just on Chords when I was just first starting guitar and that was that, that was really cool just because that was the first time I ever played live. If I had to pick another performance, um I really liked Sultans of Swing. Um I I did that with another I forgot his name, another student. Um and uh, I just, I love that song. And I just remember, um, even though there was some issues with the effects and stuff, so I didn't get the proper distortion for my soul. It still, it still sounded awesome. I still, it was, it was one of those songs where it's just, um, um, I love Mark Knopfler's um, finger picking style. And it, it's just, it's very technical, but at the same time, it isn't, it's not super shreddy. And it, you can really hear, hear the different parts to it and the kind of, uh, um, just the musicality in it. So. Who are some of your main influences as a guitar player? Um, I think Led Zeppelin definitely. I went through a big Led Zeppelin. I still love Led Zeppelin. Um, I'm trying to think of stuff I really. Jimi Hendrix definitely was a big influence. I played, worked through a lot of his songs on tab. Um, Eric Clapton. I'm trying to think. Van, I did like Van Halen. I'm not super into their music, but I love their guitar. I love Eddie Van Halen's guitar playing. Um, so kind of just all those kind of classic rock icons probably had the biggest influence on me. Um, what aspects of your playing are you interested in uh, developing in the future? mostly aspects of live playing just because i do feel like um i do feel like right now my i i can if i really put in the time i can learn most mostly guitar parts and most songs fine um on my own but i think i think playing on my own is completely different than playing live you know playing live is 10 times harder just because you deal with other other people to deal with um I, i find also that when you're playing electric guitar live um it really makes a difference when you're when you, when your volume is cranked up and you have overdrive and just the smallest um kind of the smallest kind of movements or um or hits of the strings can sound absolutely terrifying if you do it wrong so um amplified, right? yeah so it's 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 definitely a different feel and um I think I've gotten decently okay at playing live, but there's still times where like, I was like, oh yeah, I can play this way better at home than mm-hmm. live. Um, so that's that's one of the things I'm really looking, um, trying to improve right now. And also stage presence also, it's it's a big thing. And when you're playing at home, you just don't really develop that. So um, um, those are the things I guess I'm working on right now. It's a bit hard with this situation, but once the lockdown ends, um, I'll be back. At it, so. What did you enjoy the most about your time with Musicians Mobile? I really enjoyed the live performances just because that was something to work forward to, you know, just because I feel like 
when you're playing in guitar any other instruments um you, you can just be playing at home but if, if you're not working towards a goal or have a set project it's 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 kind of hard to advance sometimes mm-hmm. so i did look forward to kind of um picking a song really going through it a couple months and then really mastering it and um looking forward to performing it live that was that was a big thing i guess my time at musicians mobile it was quite it was long <laughs> it was like six years i think um i, I loved um, all of my all of my teachers were great. What advice would you give uh, new students who are considering picking up an instrument, an instrument, but they're not so sure if they'll good, be good at it? I guess a couple of things. I think first is that you have to put in the practice. You know, I think everyone sounds terrible for the first six months or something or more, and it just takes it takes repetition too. You know, I think the way to get good at guitar or any other skill or instrument is, I think for music in general, you really have to just do these boring repetitive tasks over and over again until you really master it. You know, I, I remember maybe I was kind of watching TV and passively trying to like trying to switch between chords, like a G and a C and just learn, like just doing that over and over again, kind of somewhat passively um, just to learn how to switch between those chords quickly, you know, and it's, it takes hours and it's boring, but um, you have to do it. So um, I'd say another thing that really got me through um, practice, especially I, I can relate to this while learning piano right now, cause I'm not that great at piano. I, I can I can play some songs, but it takes me oh, sometimes some a while to get used to them. Um, is that I think I think it's important for students actually to even early on try to play songs that they, they do enjoy. Um, so I think like right now I'm right now I'm trying to learn Benny and the Jets on piano. Um, oh yeah, it's a, it's a bit above my it's a bit above my um, piano playing level, and I have to just do much more basic than usual. But it, it gives me much more motivation than just saying I'm playing kind of a song that maybe a classical song that I'm not as interested in or don't really right. care for the music. So I think that's another important thing is just to kind of play what you enjoy, and even if you have to um, simplify it a ton, it'll, um, it'll just it'll, it'll progress to the point eventually where you can fully play it. So. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Like when you can find a song, it's like not that just you enjoy, but one that really, really drives you. Uh, There's some different solos that I'm learning right now and I have some choices. I'm going to go over the back and black solo uh, again. And it's like, oh man, if I could play this, that's that's kind of just a song that gets me so motivated and hyped up. And when you find those kind of songs, you know, the motivation comes a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's one thing you're you're fascinated with outside of music? Quite, have quite a few interests. I guess my doctorate in linguistics. Uh, I, I did research kind of the the psychology and neuroscience of language right now, um, which is is interesting. I I am signed up to do it for four more years, so uh, it's it's kind of have to find an interesting. Um, so I, I guess over the past six years, I've really enjoyed my academic work actually, and that's kind of led me to do my PhD right now. Um, it's probably it's pretty boring for a lot of other people to hear about this. So that's that's one. Thing I like. But um, uh, other thing between what you're studying and, and uh, music. Um, there's, there's a few things. So right now in linguistics, there's, there's actually more and more overlap um, from linguistics research to music research in terms of how the brain processes music, mm-hmm. just because they, they have some theories nowadays that um, musical processing might resemble some like language processing at some level in the brain, um, just because the language and music are both kind of complicated structures that are hierarchical in terms of they have like a large structures of where okay we have a song and we have chorus first and they split off and languages like that too and um so it's i think i don't, I don't directly do research in this but i do try to read some papers now and then about it and, and kind of 
dwell on it a bit just because I find it fascinating. And maybe in the future, I'll, I'll look into that stuff more. Do you see yourself playing music um, for a lifetime or are you going to quit next year? Oh, definitely a lifetime. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine not playing music. So definitely, definitely a lifetime. Yeah, that, that's our vision is to have music be a lifetime journey where you're constantly evolving and sharing it with, with others. And I, I knew you were continuing on with music and embodying that vision. And that's why I wanted to have you as a guest on the podcast. And I just want to say thanks for, for being a part of it and wishing you the best and stay safe out there in Belgium. Is there any um, links or things you'd like to share um, for the audience? No pressure if you don't have any, but uh, if, you, if there's anything you want to promote, you, you can also. Um, I, I guess no, <laughs> not not that I can think of. Um, I actually recently, very recently, I did. My my friend had a birthday, and um, she she kind of put together kind of a. Uh, kind of a charity concert thing online. So I recently performed for that, which is really cool. Um, that's, that's done and over. So if, if I, if I do any more of those online things, I'll let you know, but uh, yeah, just um, feel free to share them. Uh, you know, even later down the line, we could pop them up on our Facebook or Instagram. Um, but uh, thanks, Max. This has been awesome. Have a good time there in Belgium and yeah, uh, keep thanks us uh, up to date. If you have anything you want to share, any original songs, um, down the line, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I'll, I'll keep you guys up to date. It's, it's been, it's been too long. So I hope yeah. it's not like six years next time. So, um, yeah. All right, Max. Talk to you later. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.